1: We are live. I've got my guy Ray Muscat with me here, uh, who's based in. Uh, you're in California, right? So you're over. Uh, you're near San- Sacramento. Yes, sir. Or San Francisco? I'm currently
2: sitting on California Street in San Francisco, California. Yes, sir.
1: There we go. Cool. Well, be careful. Hopefully, nobody attacks you or anything crazy <laughs> like that that can happen downtown. Um, I've heard it's a war zone right now. So make sure your cars cars not parked in an unsafe place like the like the name like the street. Um, well, anyways, dude, I appreciate you joining me today. Um, you know, these client journey calls, what we're doing is really just diving deep with guys that are just normal people. And, you know, for, all, for the guys in the Facebook group and the guys in my podcast, YouTube, you know, watching these, uh, the point is to show you that, that anyone that has the desire and the willingness to transform into the most empowered version of himself can do it. Like, you don't have to already be some like stud you don't have to already be some like multi-millionaire. You don't already have to have all this success and knowledge about psychology and whatever. Like this is for anybody. And so we're going to highlight Ray's story today, um, really for him to just talk about himself and get to get to do that. It's kind of weird, right? It's like bragging on yourself always feels strange, right? Um, but I think it's necessary for other people and other men to hear your story. So thank you for joining us today. I'm grateful to be here, Mark. Awesome. So let's kind of start with, you know, like we're going to talk today about authenticity and um, what was the other word we used? Is authenticity and what? What was it again? Acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah, I wanted to say presence because that was my original thought was presence, but, but yeah, acceptance and authenticity. Um, and obviously, you and I had the fortune to to have our call together for you to join Thrive. Um, and so I kind of know a little bit of your story, but a lot of these guys don't know. So. So kind of just walk me through a little bit of like what life was like before, you know, you got into this and and maybe even just like how you kind of viewed life, right? Like before you started making a lot of these changes that you're doing, what was life like before?
2: Yeah. So I'm your typical blue collar worker. Uh, I live uh, an hour and a half away from my work zone. So I struggle with uh, a nasty Bay Area commute. Um, I'm a father of three young children, and uh, my soon-to-be ex-wife was a stay-at-home mom. And uh, essentially, my, my life was literally structured with chaos and mm. anxiety. And uh, essentially, I was flying by the seat of my pants all day long, stressed out about the next phase of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you've got like two things going on. You've got a job and a side hustle, right?
2: Yes, I do. I also run a handyman business in the evenings to compensate for the cost of living in California.
1: Yeah. So it's like you're doing all that. I mean, how how much time were you giving yourself to work on yourself, be authentic, be present, all, all those things like like how much time uh, were you giving yourself?
2: Yeah, negative 40 hours a week. Yeah, nothing, zero. It wasn't about me.
1: And what was that like for you? I mean, like like what like, what did it feel like for you to live like that?
2: I was actually completely exhausted from my, like down to my bones, my soul. I had yeah. no, no recognition of my own wants or needs. All of my hobbies died. My passion for things that I used to be so into fizzled out to the extent where I'd try to force myself to do things that I used to enjoy. And I would actually... Go into a full depressive state and stop the activity and hmm. reverse back to going home and just being miserable.
1: man, I know a lot of guys can relate to that. It's like you lose your identity in all this, right like your your main focus was just providing just 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 surviving essentially. And Correct. when you're a survivor, there's no way in hell you can thrive, right like it's it's yeah. impossible. Um, and that's Correct. that's why we need our program thrive because our vision was like, how can we help as many men as possible to thrive in every dimension of life? Because if a man is thriving, his family is thriving. If his family is thriving, his legacy is thriving. If his legacy is thriving, we have a much better world. We have leaders. We have people who are overcoming shit and aren't living in the same mess that they've been living in. Um, So essentially, you kind of grew into that. I mean, like, how did that impact your relationship with your wife?
2: Uh, I mean, to be 100%
1: honest,
2: it, it completely devastated our relationship. My absence through the acquisition of money and materialistic items completely left a void of intimate connection, uh, emotional connection. And uh, really, I just wasn't there, wasn't enough time in the day to show up and have those things. By the time yeah. I worked, made the money, got my few minutes with the kids in the evenings. I was done. There was no time for her. And our relationship ultimately suffered.
1: So, I mean, like, it's kind of funny, like when you think, and not funny, funny is a bad word, but like ironic, I guess when you think back about it, it like makes sense. Like, well, duh, if you don't spend time with your wife, what do you think is going to happen? Right. But what do you think was like, like, how did you justify that behavior?
2: Um, In my mind, I think what was the story I was telling myself was, I'm working and I'm providing for the family. And she has the ability to be a stay at home mom because of the work that I Mm. put on my shoulders. And, you know, I'm giving to everybody. So they should just be grateful that they get to interact with me when I do get a chance to be around them. Wow.
1: That's profound because it's like basically it was just entitlement. It was kind of like,
2: you know, transactional.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely transactional. But in, in the sense that, you know, it's like, well, I did this, so therefore you owe me this.
0: And yeah, big time. she's like, big that's time. not what I
1: signed up for. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Mark. <laughs> what were the things that she'd say to you that, that kind of, I don't know, now that you think back or think back on, you're like, shit, I, I wasn't paying attention. Like, do you remember some things and statements oh, that yeah. she would make? Yeah. Yeah. There was
2: plenty of conversations that her, her needs to connect weren't being, weren't being met. Um, that's, that I'm, I don't seem curious about her. And, uh, you know, I give everybody else sees a happy version of me and all they get is the shit at the end of the day, the leftovers. And, you know, and and that was true. That was true. I recognize that that's where the acceptance word comes in. I accept that that's how I showed up. Hmm. now i didn't accept it then i accept yeah. it now
1: yeah yeah i mean <clears throat> it sounds like you didn't accept her and the reason you didn't accept her was because you couldn't accept yourself there's a lot of truth to that yeah i was
2: uh definitely just going through emotions and i took a lot of things for granted because we uh, we agreed to a life together and i just yeah d- didn't, so it's didn't like- take the time to have the hard discussions and conversations
1: and all of that yeah and I mean, I, I, there's probably a ton of guys listening right now that they're like, yeah, that's pretty much been me. I did the same thing, yeah. And, and, yeah. and now look where I am. <clears throat> and, I, and I really wish we could reach guys before they got to that point where it's like, dude, like, wake the fuck up. Like, you're not yeah. paying attention. You're not intentional.
2: Yeah. Well, I'd like to think that this is going to reach some guys before it's too late because yeah. for me, unfortunately, I didn't find this until I think it was already too late.
1: Yeah. So you basically were kind of transactional in your relationship, kind of coasting through life. And I say coasting, meaning like you were just living on autopilot, right? Yeah. So like what brought you to the point where you were like, I need to do something different. I need to fucking change. Cause I think you were doing some things before you met me. Like what what were some of those things you were doing?
2: Yeah. I had started with some therapy and I exhausted all of my, uh, therapy that was allowed through my medical insurance. And then I also found some, uh, a doctor that was doing some brain training through EEG and eye movement training. And I was, I, I was looking for a quick fix and mm. I was suf- suffering from depression big time. Uh, definitely was in a very dark place and I was out of steam moving forward. I did not want to do my life anymore and yeah. not in a suicidal state. Just right. I did not want to wake yeah, up and go out. to work. Yeah. It's, I was done done with yeah. it all
1: and there's so many guys that live a life like that like they literally are just emotionally checked out they go to work they come home they get divorced they end up just like drowning themselves in porn and beer and and, put, and hooker whatever like they don't fucking yeah. live life anymore and then they see yeah. their kids every other weekend and there's no joy they're just like yeah take them to mcdonald's and like you can barely afford that like your job's suffering like all this shit because the guy didn't take care of himself yeah. um what like what was it that got you to a point where you said okay i tried this i tried that now i need something different what, what was it like that like spoke to you that said i need something different um i knew
2: deep down i had to do something dramatic and drastic uh I'm a super all in kind of guy. And I recognized I wasn't all in on myself or Mm. trying to change. I was half-assing the process all the way along. Therapists would give me homework assignments. I'd show up the next week. Like, yeah, I never found the motivation to do it, but I'm going to sit here and bullshit you for an hour again and try again next week. Like, so it's, uh, it was definitely something clicked one day that I'm not changing, but I'm not really fucking trying, honestly. Just yeah. expecting a quick fix.
1: So did you w- like what led you to recognize that you needed to change? Because a lot of times guys are like, well, she was the one who wants a divorce. She needs to change. I don't need to change. Like what made you decide that you needed change? I, th- I think
2: fear. Um, I, th- I thought if I could figure out how to make changes, I could save my relationship. Oh. I could save my world. A um, uh, Fear of not being able to come home to my children fear of the the woman that I dreamt about my entire teenage 20s and acquired being not being part of my life scared the shit out of me but at the same token I didn't have the courage to actually make an appropriate
1: move interesting so it's kind of like you were stuck in that paralysis where it was like there was a part of you that knew I've got to do something but I can't seem to fucking move and I'm stuck yeah 100%. and it was like I'm damned if I do damned if I don't and that's debilitating so it was was crippling crippling yeah (laughs) what's interesting to me too is because I don't know if I remember this from from our call but like it's interesting to me that your focus originally was I'm going to change just so that I can hopefully save my marriage and that that type of change for you was debilitating it was paralysis Because it probably felt like nothing I'm doing is working anyways. She doesn't really give a fuck about my changes. Like you've been doing this for a little bit. So like, why even bother? Yeah. Is that accurate? That's, that's very accurate. So then a shift happened to where you were like, okay, I'm going to change. And now instead of trying to change for her, I'm going to transform for me. That's it. What, what was that catalyst for you? If anything if you could pick if you could point it out uh,
2: you know i I knew deep down the whole time I needed to change for me. I just didn't find the right resources to to motivate me, and the conversation I had with you was frightening to uh come come down this road, and uh I was looking at it from a financial standpoint and how it was going to impact me, and I wasn't actually looking at the big picture but uh A lot of the things you and I discussed on our one-on-one before I committed to this program really kind of opened my eyes to, oh shit, like I don't have control of my life right now. I don't have control of my future. I don't have control of my home and children and relationship like I have been playing in my mind with this false vision. Like I'm literally a coward going through the days, merely existing and providing a financial compensation and not thriving as a human being. It was disgusting. Yeah. Was absolutely disgusting.
1: Man. And so the, the, it's funny because yesterday on our Thrive call, we talked about identity shift. It was like in that moment in our call, I remember specifically so I, some specifics, but something came to me was it was like I could hear the pain in your voice. And you were just like, I've just got to like, shit, like you're like, I got to figure out I got to do something. And I was yes. like, OK, I think this is the thing. And I remember yes. even your hesitation, especially because we were working through the financial piece and you're like, yeah. dude, I can't do the whole thing. And we worked out a way for it to work. And, yeah. and you, went, you went like this. You're like, you know what? This is something for all of you to listen to because we work with guys, right? We're not assholes about this. We care about you. We actually give a fuck. And I said, you know, what? I was like, let's do this. Let's make it this way so that it made sense for you financially. And then you go, I know this. If I do the first thing right now, if I make this investment right now, I'm gonna figure out a way to do the rest, and like yeah. that was the click for you. And you're like, "I'm, yeah, I'm, let's do it, let's do it." I remember you're like, "Let's do it." I was like, "Okay, yeah, let's go." Yeah, and, and here we and, are. And, and it's been a ride. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's been a ride. Yeah, it's
1: been a ride. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about like a couple of maybe like one or two even major breakthroughs for you that you've had since you've been a part of Thrive.
2: Yeah, Um, I mean the first one is I don't know which assignment directly. Uh, got me there but uh the recognition of self care really um and and loving myself again is is so huge um i never i never put myself as a priority and i never focused on the way i was feeling i just had to get through the next task yeah um, and now i'm sitting here processing emotions understanding what to identify those emotions as with an actual word And, and understanding what I need to do to change those emotions, to get out of that mental state and pursue things that make me smile Mm. and pursue things that I become passionate about. Uh, there was a big realization along the way that I, I can't be there for anyone. If I can't be there for myself, I'm wasting my time running out of time.
1: Yeah. So what you're telling me is this isn't a program to help you just figure out how to save your marriage and manipulate your life.
2: This is a program to save your fucking life, brother. Yeah, really. I yeah. mean that from the heart. This program yeah. has saved my life.
1: Dude, like it's it's so crazy because like I don't get to do all the calls anymore. But like like hearing your story is we got to connect and then like seeing you fast forward. It's it always just like blows my mind to see how the work <laughs> changes the guy like because it's I don't look at it as us. I look at it as we create an ecosystem for you and you yeah. do the work. Like you've been yeah. it. Like I look through school. I watch, I watch the videos and I see that you're on all these calls. I'm like, that's why, because you show the fuck up. And yeah. that's, that's- You got it.
2: to, you got yeah. to. I invested in myself. That was the conversation we had. Yeah. I'm investing in myself because I am worth this cost and this effort and this energy. It's, yeah. I need to deviate my funds from what I thought they went to and invest in me. Because if I'm not here, all that shit means nothing on the backside.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about some of the net effect. Like what, what are some of the things that have, how this has affected you, work, business, uh, relationship, kids? Like what are some of the effects it's had on you so far? Uh, the, the
2: biggest one is my relationship with my children. Um, a lot of the assignments really got me to dig deep into how I was showing up. Is kind of the, the verbiage we like to use. And I had a really, really, ugly realization that I wasn't showing up, even though I thought I was, Mm. um, I was short and snappy. I was, uh, harsh with words with them and, you know, never physical, never, you know, the things, but verbally, I just didn't respect them or really care about their thoughts and what, what they wanted to do. It was always a control thing for me. And by going through some of the the, uh, homeworks and really digging into that. I realized that I'm doing this, doing this wrong. Like they're people Mm -hmm. and they're not property. They're, they're, they're my, they're what I'm, they're my legacy. They're what I'm leaving behind the way they're going to show up in the world in the future is dictated by how I show up for them right now. And I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Like slap myself in the face. I'm an idiot. Wake the fuck up. Like they're young enough. I can fix this. Yeah. And, and I have been, mm. we, we, we have compassion. I no longer tell them what to do. I ask them questions. What can you, what can you change right now to, to, to get a different outcome? Cause you're, you're upset with your brother. How can you show up with your brother and, uh, ask him how to help you with what you need instead of snatch it out of his hand and fight him. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to get anywhere that way. So guiding questions, just like you guys do with us to make us really dig deep and think i'm passing that on to them i'm guiding them into their answers i'm not telling them what to do and it's
1: it's been life-altering yeah you know what's interesting is you're saying that is what comes to mind is basically like once you started showing your self-compassion and self-love you were then able to share that with your kids because i mean guys are listening right now i know especially when i was a young father and uh, I have, I have apologized to my oldest kids many, many times that I was a broken man and I was not abusive, but, but I could be emotionally abusive. Like I didn't physically, but I would snap, I would yell, I would do those things. And in doing so, it was really because I didn't have compassion myself. I didn't love me yeah. as much. And so once I started doing that, it was like, oh my gosh. And, and the wake up call is that look on their face. Like, wow, they yeah. don't trust daddy. And that's yeah. hard.
0: It That's hurts. so good.
1: You got that, yeah. Um, So let me ask you this: what What do you do now to? This is actually a question for the Facebook group. What are you doing now to fill your own cup? Um, it's going to sound silly, but uh, I've been dating
2: myself. Uh, I've hmm. been putting on the schedule me uh, time on our calendar, and I used to think that taking time to do things for myself was a form of not showing up, but. I realize now that by not taking that time for me to keep my mind in a good state, I was actually showing up in a shitty way and they'd rather me not be there. So um, I've been taking myself out to dinner and and finding pleasure in food. And I found that I, I fucking like to sit in a restaurant by myself and enjoy my meal. I'm actually experiencing food. I'm not just eating to get full. I'm recognizing flavor profiles and like, it seems so silly. It's so basic. Uh, I started doing meditation and, um, I've, I've been going and sitting in a, in a park on, on a, on a pillow and just enjoying nature and feeling the sun on my skin. And it sounds so like hippie and cliche and whatever, but I'm smiling after being sitting on a, you know, shoes off with feet in the the dirt, just connecting with the earth for 20 minutes. And it's like, I'm reset. It sounds, it sounds so easy now that I'm doing it. It's like, it's just unbelievable. The the amount of joy I'm getting from little tasks. It's not, I'm not going and buying things to get happy. I'm not going and paying for big adventures and experiences. Like, I'm finding happiness in the simple things we do every day. We just start looking at them through the wrong eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's that joy in the simplest of moments. And you're translating that into your own strength, right? I believe that yeah. joy is strength. And uh, when a man doesn't have joy, he doesn't have strength. And, and that's really what you're bringing to the table. It's so powerful because there's so many guys listening to this now and they're like, man, this guy, I don't know if they paid him a lot of money, but he sounds really happy. Nope. Sounds like he got a lot out of this thing. That sounds great. I mean, like if you could go back and I think I'm going to do this with another one of these calls, I'm going to actually play a snippet, not of yours today, but I'm going to go find yeah. a snippet from their call and be like, this is what he sounded like before. Cause like I yeah. was thinking, I was like, man, if they could hear what you sounded <laughs> like before, right. They would. Oh, it would just yeah. like, Oh my gosh. So, yeah. and we're actually thinking about doing that with, um, some of these client journey things where we'd like take like snippets of your call, take snippets yeah. of your uh, homework and like you on zoom calls. And I mean, obviously right. you'd have to prove all of that. Right. And then show like, cause I mean, what better transformation, right. what, you know, like to, it's not like we do a right. weight loss where you can see somebody lose yeah. weight. Yeah. Like, no. This is, I see it in your face. You hear it in their voice. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah, super powerful. Sure. Um, so
2: if
1: you could go back and literally you were the first guy that that made me think of, I was like, man, cause I know, like I saw your transformation already in the first couple of weeks and, and you know, it's been several weeks now and I'm like, damn, this guy's going to have a great story. But yeah. if you could go back <laughs> and talk to yourself, you know, six months ago, 12 months ago, yeah. even what would you have told yourself?
2: Quit living for the dollar and fucking look at what you have already. Mm. Mm, that's powerful. I like that. That seems like you not going to get you nowhere.
1: Yeah. What, what comes up for you? Cause I can, I can feel a little emotion behind that.
2: Um, well, my current circumstances, uh, are, are going to be a big financial impact moving forward, but, uh, I don't care. I want to just find joy. So, I, I I feel I almost feel ashamed for chasing money the way I did and neglecting my family.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting because that whole rat race, and I think what you're feeling is what almost every man feels, especially with money. Um, our identities are so tied to what we do, how much we make. I know that if I'm feeling financial pressure, I I become like a totally different person. And like, I feel like I'm wearing the weight of the world (laughs) on my shoulders. And, and through that journey, it's like, you have to get to a place where emotionally you can separate and go, life is good. Life may not be fair this end, or I might not be experiencing all the, you know, I may not have a billion dollars in the bank account, or I may not have this, but damn, man, life is good. And it comes back to that gratitude, right? Like, you, you know, you're sitting in this, you know, A little bit more of a beautiful part of San Francisco, the buildings behind you. You get to you get to be on all these calls, right? Like I know every time you're on a call, you're like, you've got that background somewhere. You know, you get to get these buildings and like being grateful, having gratitude, I think is the key to unlock that for every man. And if you're listening, you're like, oh, financial, financial, financial. Dude, be grateful that you're not living in some mud hut in fucking India. Be grateful that you have clean water. Just try that for a second. Those of you that are like literally broke and don't have money or like you can't invest in yourself, because we get guys all the time like, oh, it's so expensive. Like, dude, like it's not for everyone, and that's okay. But be thankful, be grateful for what you do have, and that will unlock potentially what you can get. Like, you can't get something unless you are thankful for what you have first. Otherwise, the thing when you get it, it has you, you don't have it.
2: And you got to start at the bottom, you got to be grateful for waking up in a bed with a warm blanket. Yeah. You gotta be grateful for that cup of coffee on the drive to work. Yeah. You gotta be grateful for the car to get to work and the job that's there waiting for you. Those are all, I, by the time I start my day, I've been grateful for 25 things now. And I used, yeah. to be, I used to be riddled with anxiety waiting for the day to be over before it's begun.
1: Yeah, that's so good. So good, man. I appreciate you sharing that. One last thing I like to ask is like, you know, there's guys out there that, you know, maybe you've heard of us. Uh, They're still new to Empowered Man. Um, They're thinking about joining Thrive. What would you tell them? I would tell them
2: if you're in a place
1: where you don't know what
2: steps to take to make your life better and you want to be the best version of yourself, quit second guessing yourself, sign up. Lean in, do the fucking work, become vulnerable, look in the mirror and tell yourself you're fucking worth it and, yeah. and get out of your fucking dark place, man, because there's nowhere but up once you actually start this process. There is, I will never be who I was before. I will never look backwards and, and go back into that place ever again. Ever wow. again, I can tell you that wow. with a hundred percent certainty. I am only moving forward with life in positivity, and I would not. Eight weeks ago, I wouldn't have. I would have laughed at you when you told me I could be happy.
1: So <laughs> much do it,
2: do it. <laughs> I, I did. You're kind of like this I
1: sounds too did. good to be true. I don't know, and I'm like, yeah. no, I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no, true. You you did so. No, that's real. I'm not paid. I'm paying to be here, and and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just so you guys know this isn't no make-believe scenario this is somebody that was literally at the very bottom that decided i'm gonna get myself out of the mud and i did and this support network i have brothers here that i've met through these groups that i call outside of empowered and we talk about what's going on and these guys they're all in the same shit storm man like we've we're all going through it together we bounce ideas off each other we bounce our problems off each other we support one another. I mean, I, I actually feel love from other men for the first time in my life. And I'm comfortable telling these men that I fucking love them, man. They, they care about me, sincerely care about me. Nothing in a weird way, like just compassion. It's, it's real. It exists.
1: It's, it's beautiful. Honestly. I love it. Love it, man. Well, hopefully i'll get to meet you at some point you know we have our we just announced our next event coming up in january um for yeah. those of you who are not in thrive you got to be in thrive to actually go so um we'll see it's on the other side of the world from you right now but uh <laughs> the world, we'll the, world is, the, the world is my oyster right now mark yep. I'm, I'm
2: gonna yep. all new experiences so i'm gonna yep. figure out how to get there this time
1: yep well cool um i appreciate you showing up and uh Thank you guys for for paying attention and listening. This guy's got a great story. Ray, I will see you on the other side.